Hello and welcome to the Gay Power Half Hour once again with your hosts, Tony Soto and Casey Lai, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi Casey. Hi. How are <laughs> Yes, it's that energy I love. Go. Hey, Queen. How Hi, you doing? Queen. I'm doing fine. I have uh, just woken up. Um, it's about 11 o'clock on a, what is it? Wednesday. That's when we record. And I have a new job-ish for a woman who is wonderful, but a little crazy and she doesn't sleep. And so she calls me in whenever she wants. And this happened to be midnight. And so I was there till six in the morning smoking cigarettes and hanging up clothes because that's what my life has become. <laughs> so I work in a well, vintage girl, you're clothing not a, shop. You're not a waitress anymore. Which is maybe the gayest thing that I've ever done. Yeah. Well, um, um, can you get me some shit? Uh, well, let me just. Can you get me some shit? Let me there? work more than like once. Can you get me some fringe? One four-hour shift in the middle of the night before I like start like poaching, poaching vintage dresses. Preferably for you. like double extra large. Some girl. really cute stuff though. That's like old as fuck. She's got like you Saint Laurent. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What? What did you just say? <laughs> Saint Laurent. Is that okay? Do you know what I'm saying? Let's about? not. You know what? We'll get Whatever. into all the things I that I, I don't know. I don't know. Very shortly. Like you're like a fashion drag queen, and all of a sudden here I no, am. No, I am not a fashion drag queen. There's not a single look in that closet where you're like, ooh, that's fashion. Yeah, no. yeah I guess you're right on that. No, you're just a big and tall girl who got lucky who got dresses from people. That's what I do. Poor broken down drag queen. I'm There's barely. Still, I'm what's barely your drag the, style. I'm barely there. Anyway, what is uh, up with you, Tony? Oh, I'm just, you know, doing the same old thing, living my life, enjoying it. Enjoy seeing you two weeks in a row. It's very nice to keep doing this. Um, <laughs> That's shade in the fact that we don't have our podcast every week. It's fine. Um, the other thing is that... Oh, what? No, go ahead. Well, I've also been like looking for an apartment for the last two days nonstop, and I don't have a car, and so I've been running all over the city looking for an apartment, go bopping from place to place, and literally just like showing up to place super sweaty to, each, <laughs> to like walk into like, uh, like, oh, hey, like I would love to have your property, and all of a sudden I just like, like I just, I shake them with a pool. You know, I'm glad that we can give our listeners a behind the scene look of exactly how glamorous it is to try to make <laughs> it in this fucking town. I'm here. It's, we're both here. I'm here. But you you know, someone else is here. Who is that? Someone else is here who is making it in this town, putting us to shame. Uh, so we had to bring it here, bring him here to talk about it. We have Louis Vertel with us today. Oh I'm so exhausted by that glimpse into going to apartments <laughs> and sweating. Wasn't that banter exhausting? This is my life. Guys, we have the verbal voguer himself, the Jeopardy contestant with the snap the heard snap. round no. the world. I have like three trademarks. You That's know, What's the third? Um, wearing this polo shirt from like five years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute though. Yeah, it still works. You know, it's funny because uh, Louis Vertel is someone that I I knew from the internet. Like I remember watching Verbal Voguing uh, uh, in, in Chicago, and I was just like, "Who is this faggot? I love her." I like, wonder how many people actually just literally said out loud, "Who's, who's this, this faggot?" faggot? <laughs> oh, every day I'm sure, baby. I'm sorry. No, no, no. shade. No, no shade. I, I wonder if maybe like <laughs> this is just pie in the sky. Let's say Michelle Obama saw it. Did you just say a lot of who was this faggot? She did. Oh, you know. Well, you maybe know? not verbally, but it was yeah, in her right. head. You know what I mean? Well, when she went on Billy on the Street, how many times did she say faggot? Right. It was like, it was thousands. <laughs> oh my God, she was so coarse. I can see that. Wait, with her. Was she really on Michelle Billy Obama? On the street? Oh, boy. it was her so... Big Bird, and yeah, they were in a grocery store, and then they did this thing where like uh, she pushed Billy in a cart. I write for Billy on the Street. Should be established. Oh, I'm not just God. like yeah. I right. need to pay more attention to that show. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's like one of the gayest stars right now, you know, and so you need to pay. It was kind of amazing when he had Michelle. That's when I was like, oh, like this is what hit. 
handling it the way that he handled it and just like going with it and making it funny. I was like, wow, that's Michelle Obama and you like are just doing your ridiculous self. It was impressive. Yeah. Well. No, but you know what's weird about that show is like, so it's like so crazy, right? But it's like, it really is just like James Corden or whatever, where it's like he has these celebrities on and they have to do something strategic with them that they don't hate and they're right. not, you know, and it's like, but he has to do something crazy in addition to Does that. it take right. a lot of coaxing? Does it take a lot of coaxing celebrities to... Uh... I think on occasion it does. But yeah. for the most part, mo- people realize like, oh, this is like some super irreverent, uh, cynical gay dude. I have to adjust to him. Yeah. You know, more than they have to adjust to me. Well, listen up, world. I feel very intimidated on this half hour show. Uh, because as everyone knows who listens, uh, Casey reads books great ah. fucking great yeah he's we so, get it we get so it great. you read you know things i barely read books i finish a book like every two months you're political you like to short books you like to bore me with your banter 120 page books in like two months <laughs> but i'm impressed uh that you're smart it, 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 thanks uh at times we'll but but i also happens. know that you're a scumbag and we partied so hard that i'm not intimidated by you that much okay. but <laughs> louis vertel is a pop culture gay. Quite. Which I wish that I had just a remote amount of interest in keeping up with Can I tell you something? Well, yeah. You didn't know who Yves Saint Laurent was because who is a fashion designer. I already way. forgot right. what that was. Is that, is that how we Not say it? Is, right? That's crazy because one, it's glamour. Two, it's like draggy, fabulous glamour. Three, he literally is famous for wearing black rimmed glasses. Like you literally are the spinning image of him right now. <laughs> That's so funny. And also, I'm just, I always try to figure out what your thing is because you are like, I've said this many times, the gayest person that I know. Yes. And then, well, that's all, all I know is faggotry. Go- I don't, I don't know the bells and whistles that come that's with true. it. Like, I know how to. Faggotry is bells. And I, it's also whistles. So if you could start learning that, <laughs> I know how to be obvious. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and true. I know how to suck dick. There's that's like, the things that I know. But in a subtle way. In a very subtle way. <laughs> There's just no like, uh, I mean, it's just interesting to me um, because you have your like learned gays. You have, I'm pointing at myself. I you have you. your like, you're like I know fucking... all about gay history. We could talk about Berlin forever. And we have your pop culture gays. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. also a learned gay. Sorry. Yeah. Some of us are in the Venn diagram of blankety blanks. I guess oh! that's totally fair. Yes, Lewis has been on Jeopardy. He's smarter than me, whatever. He also wears Ben Sherman pants rolled up to their, I'm assuming Ben Sherman? Say, that little like thing, uh, that little tag? It might be. What's I the other one? I'm just like calling, calling out like Zara. fashion all that stuff oh Zara's fine yes um anyway do you have and what am i, I have, so what you're asking you're is, a stoner so we have a smarty we have a smarty and someone who knows about you have a loud and a loud and, and what am i i'm gay. obvious and i can tell you how not to od on cocaine and other <laughs> drugs i can tell you what drugs go together and i can tell you the best dark place to get your dick sucked in a park so okay, I so, think that, that I think that I bring just as much to the table as all y'all. So first question for Lewis, <laughs> but I what's have... your favorite dark place to get your dick sucked in a <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Well, I grew up in the suburbs, so you have to understand there were a lot There's of Chili's parking lots that, I mean, like, you think I'm kidding, but I mean, like, that's where the closet no, people go. I don't think you're kidding Chili's at all. Chili's yeah. parking lots? Yeah. Where I was a... I was a waitress at a truck stop uh, in central Illinois. What? So I, Dixie Truck Stop. Did you ever hear about oh my, Dixie wait, Truck wait. Stop in McLean County? Um, I'm not kidding. This, I, this is so crazy. My mom grew up in St. Louis, and she was a terrible alcoholic. And one day, she one day, she's since recovered and is a wonderful woman. 
fled her home in St. Louis to drive to Chicago, and she pulled over at the Dixie truck stop, Dixie and her truck parents stop. had to pick her up because her car broke down. Anyway, yes. I was a waitress there, and I was asked to many a cab of a truck uh, because I was obvious. See, if you were closeted, you wouldn't be getting your dick sucked by truckers. That's all I'm saying. But I would so like to. Jealous. I would like to talk. <laughs> I would like to talk about because like your knowledge fascinates me. Because you know As it should. the most obscure shit, like actresses from movies that yeah. are now deceased. Like when... Or even worse, they're still alive. Yeah. Or Yeah. So when did you realize that this is something that interested you so much that you wanted to just retain all the information? Okay. When, when did pop culture become a thing for you? Yeah, or weird, aware of it? Weirdly, I... I came to it kind of late. The thing is, everybody in my family is, we're like memory people. Mm -hmm. Like, all of my brothers are like, like my brother Mark even just said to me recently one time, he goes, a lot of the time I have to pretend I don't remember certain things because it freaks people out. <laughs> like, like conversations we've had years ago, things like that. Right. But um, I feel like this happens to a lot of gay people when I'm like, I'm, I was like 11 or so. I discovered things like Grace Kelly. Like, you see like a Hitchcock movie on uh -huh. TV or something, and you're like, Who's that? Yeah. Mm. And then you're like, I need to know everything. <laughs> and so then and you're even like... Even in like a pre-Wikipedia day, too. That's it's like, the thing. So where'd you get, where, how'd you dive deep? I I mean, you would go to like the video store, and I'm like, I'm going to get Dylan for murder. I'm going to get mm. to catch a thing. And then like, that would branch off into other things. And then you would like, you know, pair up certain actors. And then like, you know, all, all these movies become like a kind of constellation of, you know, just various names and stuff. And then like, I think certain brains reta retain that and yeah. some don't. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty suited for that. And then like, if we're talking about Oscars, like I know all the winners by year, you know, I really like the main categories. Is like, it, is it something that you like that, that comes natural to you? Like you see it once and you're like, and you start retaining it or you just have like, you've, you've put it into your brain on purpose because you want to be able to have that information at, at, uh, at, you know, the drop of the hat. D depending on how rad the thing is, <laughs> like if, if we're talking about the movie, a Jane Fonda, I'm like, oh, I can tell you, you know, China Syndrome 79, you know, Coming Home 70. Like, that takes me no time. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, remember memorizing things like, like, I don't know if you're aware of this. Did you know they give Oscars to men? It seems, <laughs> it seems so backwards in retrospect. Yeah. But, like, it takes a long time for me to remember those. That's can you name all of the, like, uh, the people who have won Oscars posthumously? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, well, James Dean was the first person to be nominated twice posthumously. Peter Finch won Best Actor in 1976. Yeah. yeah, Heath Ledger. Got it. Yeah. So. I was just thinking about that because it was also because I was thinking about Heath Ledger for some reason. And I was like, what is the point of giving someone an Oscar it when is they're funny. dead? Because it's like, come on. Like, no one gets to enjoy that. We all get to cry for a second. But, like, then it's gone. Then it just sits in Meg. Uh, uh, what's his wife's what did name? He, what, what did he win Michelle an Oscar Williams. for when the he was Dark dead? Knight. The Batman? Yeah. I don't know if it was Oscar worthy. <laughs> well, he died. It killed him. The role killed him. He had to go so deep into the mind. Well, of the heroin terrorist. killed him or whatever. <laughs> so let's sure. let's you know give it to heroin. Sure. Can, can heroin get that Oscar? Well, so have you ever learned something that you wish that you never fucking learned? Like what's retained in your brain that you hate? Oh God, excellent question. Oh, well, oh here's something crazy. Okay, so uh, I think a big part of me memorizing stuff was when I was a kid. I used to get the, um, you know, the Leonard Malton movie books yeah. where like uh, Leonard Malton was a film reviewer would do capsule reviews and put them in a giant book. Okay. And then he would give like, you know, four stars to certain movies and then one and a half stars to bad movies, whatever. Okay. Okay. I started reading that at such a young age and getting the updated thing every year that literally for every movie in the 90s, I could tell you how many stars he gave everything. I literally remember all of that. Did you? Uh, Howard's End, four stars. That's Rain Man shit. Yeah. Yeah, gay Rain Man. Um, gay Rain Man. Um, Rain so, Man, wait, three stars, nineteen eighty. We've hung out a lot. We've, we've hung out a bunch of times. And, that's so funny. We hung out a bunch of times, and I, I, I feel like I don't really know you. Where are you from? I'm from a suburb of Chicago called Lamont, which is not oh. a cool suburb. Okay. It's, um, 
it's down there. It's next to like Joliet, if you're familiar yeah. with penitentiaries. So it's like not the Ferris Bueller uh, no. uh, suburbs. No John Hughes. Got it. Okay. No, it's 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 not. It's closer to me. I feel like is like Joliet the neo Nazi one? Joliet. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. no. Oh, Wait. A... Is that where they had the march? I think they had a march. You know there. what? That actually sounds vaguely familiar. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that it is. Yeah. I feel yeah. like there was. I feel like there was a KKK Nazi march there at some point that that got some press. But uh, yeah. So got you're. So press. you're from a. a country suburb it's kind of candidate right like it's, it's a it's a country suburb like if john cusack or liz fair or somebody from the fancy suburbs came to where i live they'd be like Got oh it. this must be indiana and are, and are you from like a, a big midwestern family i have three brothers they're all straight oh, yeah. i was just gonna ask okay mm-hmm. any sisters no besides so, uh, though my uh, cousin brianna did say to me one time you're more of a girl than gloria is who is my mom yeah so, i was yeah. gonna say your brothers probably say uh yeah we have two brothers <laughs> and one sister do they love you and all of your faggot glory or are they uh um, just uh, Midwesterners. No, get this. I think I, I'm going to say that I've I've uh, 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 in, introduced faggotry in their life in a very <laughs> subtle way. Started and then like like now that. Like, they know movies kind of as well as I do. Are you excited about that? Say Yeah, I mean, like, they all know who Leslie Ann Warren is. I mean, that's really (laughs) exciting for me that, like, three straight people I know know who that is. You know, she was an actress. She was in, like, Clue. and (laughs) First of all, I love that you know to be like, that's somebody. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Um, Okay, well, let's talk about you real quick because you're from Lamont, Illinois. Mm -hmm. So um, let's talk. Well, let's talk about, like, him outside of his amazing smart brain. I want to know, like, like, were you always a real big gay? Like were you always flamboyant? Like what? Like okay, because well, Lamont, I Lamont, I feel like it would stand out. Like I'm from Central Illinois, right. you stand out. Like were you the kid that stood out? I like that we're also assuming that he accepts that he's like this big gay. Right. <laughs> like, you're a, you're a parade <laughs> float of a man, Lewis. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I didn't know any gay people growing up at all. Um, though when I came out, yeah, I was like 17 or so. So yeah, that oh, was good that, for you. Yeah, so, so that's was, relatively it, early for Lamont. And it, but it, it was sort of rushed. Like I was dating somebody in a clandestine way, and then it blew up. And then I was like, well, now everyone has to know. Like I became like you know executive realness. Like everyone has to know I'm gay. Everyone has to know to spite this person. Precisely. Oh, yeah. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But wow. I like let's sever this all together. Did you, know? you out him in that scenario? Oh, I guess everybody I told, kind of, yeah. Wow. Yes. I never really thought of it that and way. At, at that age, that's not like, it's not as malicious in the same way. Like, if you I do love that, that. Like, yeah, but at like 17, you're just reacting as a 17-year-old would to a situation. You know, you don't put any sort of the, like... I the totally weight. I totally outed a boy that I was fucking in, like, junior high through high... Uh, into junior high and high school because he ultimately ended up rejecting me. So I was like, fuck you. And, no, right. Uh, yeah, and I was like, um... We fuck. We you know put, what I mean? We can put a pin in this, but I just saw uh, Moonlight last night. And, so uh, good. It's so good. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I have to get we'll to a, see it. We'll pull, a, we'll, we'll pull the pin out later. But uh, it's just there, that scene of like the two high school boys just having a moment on a beach was like one of the most like poignant and hottest things I've seen in a and, long time. And also, by the way, like that's how it is. Like that weird like, oh, should yeah. we touch? Are we oh, yeah. gonna? You know, it's like. It brought me back. Oh, boy, it brought me back. But also, um, back to you. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I outed that kid, I think. And also, there was something satisfying about it because he was one of these sociopathically secretive people. Uh-huh. So I was like, "Well, I went nothing about me as a secret girl. Right. That's okay. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. he is he a gay now? Is he is you he... know what? I t- weirdly, I'm telling you, you I'm lost... friends with most people. That's in my the life. one you forgot. Yes, that's mm-hmm. the one thing your memory okay. let go. I so got anyway, you. honey, if you hear this, well, so you're like you're you're slaying out here in LA. Like you're working, <laughs> you're working um, on many projects. You have a new project. Yes. Uh, what are you What are you working on now? I just finished uh, writing the last season of Billy on the Street, which debuted 
debuts, I think, the 15th of November. And then I'm about to start in this new show called Throwing Shade, which is based off a Funny or Die podcast starring uh, Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson. They are almost unbearably funny. Yeah, they're so, so funny. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to write for them, and I hope I don't mess it up. Are they more cordial to strangers in that they're just meeting at, say, like a birthday party than Billy might be? Interesting. Oh, well, well, I will say, Billy is kind of the prototype of the, like... Um, because like when you think of stand-up comics who are like screaming all the time, and then like you approach them and there's something a little bit phobic about them. Sure. Billy is closer to resembling that. Sure. But at the same time, you can coax Billy into a conversation. He's sure. not the worst of those that yeah. I've met. No, I'm sure that he smelt my fear, and as a result of that, he did have he had no, no desire to engage. <laughs> and it's something to be said. It's like you know, not every uh, person who is so animated out and on you know everyone in, must in love public, me in the immediately is necessarily someone who like. I prefer to stay home. You know what I mean? Right. I want to be at home. Well, you know what? There's something specific about Billy. I was just out in West Hollywood last week, and I was talking with him over, like, the edge of a bar where he was standing on the street, and I was in the bar. And just talking, funny, whatever. The amount of, like, I'm going to call them basic ladies who came up to him was like, w- w- you know, is Amy Adams going to win it this year? Joking. It's like, I mean, people kind of treat him like a dog toy. Yeah. I have to say. And oh, they sure. think they're being on his level. But, you know, that's the so bed you make. You know what I mean? Like, I that's precisely, the, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and it, it sucks, of mm-hmm. course, because people are ignorant. That's what that says. That just says that everyday Americans are ignorant and they can't separate television from anything else. Or, you know or, or, I mean? or, like, it's one of those shows that makes people like that think they are also funny. Right. You know? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, look, like, Maybe you'll use this bit, you know what I yeah, mean? Right. Yeah, fuck you. Get out of here, girl. Mm-hmm. Go have another, uh, you know, Smirnoff ice. <laughs> well, <laughs> is that what the girls are drinking in the bar these days? Uh, in uh, the nineties, I love that um, you are working on throwing shade, and I love that it exists because it just there, more and more gay shows are being produced. I mean, this is a gay podcast for those of you yeah. who don't know that is uh, making it to a late night format. No, it's like rad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but- Aaron is not gay. No, no, she's. I, I, I knew that. Okay. But you know what I hate, though. I'm going to tell you what I hate about you is that I just <laughs> learned about it today. I'm thrilled. Um, I learned that you aren't into Instagram. And uh, well, okay, here's my and thing. that bugs me. I, I'm because you have a good amount of followers, and it just bugs me that you don't appreciate it. Oh, I love that resentment. <laughs> I'm really feeding off it. I'm really enjoying it. Um, here's my thing about Instagram. I am such a Twitter gay. I literally just wanted to. You be are. Yeah. I want to. I want to give you uh, bite size content yeah you know what i mean whereas instagram is just like more visual you know like uh, rip dudes like i get rip dudes but it's like we already have like porn i just don't get (laughs) it that's what instagram is for i mean like um sometimes i'll see someone um like i'll friend someone here in hollywood and they'll be like oh you should check me out on instagram and you do and like they're like moderately attractive like a nice person like not maybe that interesting and you see that they have 57.3 thousand it drives me followers crazy and it's and and but Focus on the and they're good at that and I get it because they're here for their bodies and that's the thing. But it's so it's annoying to me. It's like it's like um like journalists these days. You can't just be a journalist. You also have to be tweeting sixteen times a day. Uh-huh. You have to have a blog. You have to be a talking head. You have to do all these things. Where it's like, well, when are you going to do any sort of like investigative journalism? Yeah. There's something. So, sp- I come from the world of entertainment journalism, and yeah. when I read like real straight journalists on like Twitter who are like participating in the like. You know, that escalated quickly meme mm-hmm. world. It's like, can't you just be good at your job? This is like the opposite <laughs> of what you're supposed to do. Well, Writing jokes, like yeah. like basic ass jokes, you know. And this is and that and that's how uh Donald Trump becomes a uh nominee for a major Republican for a major party. Yeah, right. But, um, but that and there's a message somewhere in there. Somewhere along there's the somewhere a message. But do you find that you have to as like let's call you what, a gay celebrity here in Hollywood? A gamest person. Uh, uh, sure. I'll, I'll yeah. a professional gay? Sure. 
George. Oh, that's even that's the best one. Professional yeah. gay. Do you feel the need that you have to constantly be keeping up on all of the socials to like uh, push your career? No, because he doesn't have a lot of career? photos on Instagram. I've looked. No, that's but right. But like, do, or do you? Does that uh, make you upset, or are you just fine with that? Um. Well, I like doing social media type things in it, where I believe I actually contribute something. Okay. So uh-huh. it's like to me, it's like. I like Facebook. I like Twitter. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's where I'm best experienced, right? Like, you want to hear my right. joke See, that ends in Blanchette. Yeah, that's why I think I have anxiety about my Instagram, because I feel like I have a cute Instagram. It's at the Tony Soto Show, if you're interested. Uh, and no, I'm, Nobody is, though. We already nobody established Nobody is. I'm getting such anxiety, because, like, uh, I will go up, like, 20 people in a day. And I'm like, fuck, I'm crushing it. And then, like, the next day... 15 of those people are gone. I, you mentioned that to me, and I do not understand why what am I doing? you. What I am I, 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 I tell my, doing? I tell myself that it's just bots. I tell myself that it's just, like, but the bullshit. The bullshit. No, they do. Like, like they get canceled over at some point. People, like, uh, will click not them for day spam. After, not day Pe- after. <laughs> not, and not that regularly. And not that many. And, you know, you know, the thing about it is I had that app, too, that tells you who leaves you. Yeah, right. D- don't ever get that app. That app. Like I felt like All drug. Right. Well, like, here's a question: How many are not bots? What's that? How many are not bots? No, a good number of them were like because it was like uh, mm-hmm. like smoke shops and right, fucking so let's like say fifteen uh, left just left you. How so? How? I don't know, bitch. I don't have the app anymore. All right, I cut it. Well, Twitter used to be horrible in that. I felt like they ended up figuring that out. Like it's not as but I mean they're they must still be on. Yeah, them. but no, I've I had some version of that app for Twitter before, uh-huh. and it was like. When a slept like Henry Winkler, I'm still always... thinking about when you left me, Henry Winkler. Oh, uh, yes. No, yeah. Does that does that like does that like hit you inside? Like, if a certain celebrity that, that... sometimes, well, there, there there are certain people I check up on kind of regularly because uh-huh. I can't believe they follow me. I'm like Carrie Brownstein from Portlandia. I'm like, please don't abandon me. Yeah, <laughs> I th- like I can't handle it. You know? <laughs> Do you think that you that people have left you for anything that you've said specifically, or is oh, it just sure. because? It, oh, that's great. I mean, I, I, good I, on I, you. I, 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 I'm I'm good for like a, a vulgar moment, like once every mm-hmm. month or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, did you always know you wanted to be out here? No, no. no when I, I I went to this uh, college at the University of Iowa, which is the Harvard of exactly where it is. You're so cute. You're such a gay Midwestern boy. But you give right. me like you a New York vibe, like you would want to do like New York. Was I, that kind of where you were? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I. Well, also, I th- I was so I'll call it sheltered. I think I imagined that's where everything was. Yeah, me too. No, I New did York. too. Like growing up in Central Illinois, like I was like. I was going to go to New York. Like, yeah. that was my plan. I was going to be an actor in New York, and it was going to be fabulous. It's And then I got to Chicago, and I was like, I'll stay here yeah, for 13 nice. years. It's this is great. It it's nice here. I was like, I'm going to San Francisco because I want to be with gay people who will have sex with me. <laughs> like, that was like, after college. We only have one city See, for that. But, that but it was like, but it was like, in my mind, San Francisco, I just wanted to like, I wanted to do San Francisco because to me, that represented like uh, homosexuality. And after being in the woods in uh, yeah, liberation for well, so yeah, long, no, it, I was like, I'm going to be, I was like, I you know, like I'm going to do the queer liberation thing. I think that that has to do with um, if you grew up uh, like as a sexually active youth. Like, right, I, right. I think that I think that if you grew up closeted and you weren't really um, experimenting sexually as you were growing up, I like you on golf courses no, as a kid, and you think you think um, you think uh, oh well, there's a mecca. Like you Precisely. know what I mean? Like so for me, to I me was it just, was political too. Oh, I was mean, it? That, it wasn't just for the butt sex. It was like at it was like, like twelve, electro- you were like, oh, it's political music, there. Queer I can't politics wait. and uh, and you know beards. I I literally think I developed a concept of that pretty late. Yeah, like I, like I can't even think of cultural depictions of L.A. where I obviously live now that like would have made me want to live out here or San Francisco. You know, everything was just like you know, all the news is in New York. Yeah, right? yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. Did you go to New York? 
No, never. Yeah, I mean, I, I like spring break once, and I was like, "Can we just stay in? I'm scared." Oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Me. Um. So, but you've been out here for eight years now. Totally. Am. Um. Are you a political person? Like, how are you feeling about what's your i what's your feelings on the climate, the political climate that's happening right well, now? I'm obviously a hardcore libertarian. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm, <laughs> it's all about you, isn't it? <laughs> right. It's all about Peter, Peter Thiel should be the next president of the United States. Oh my God. I mean, I I mean, I hate to. Say, here's my thing about politics. I find it so hard to be entirely conclusive about what you think all the time as many people in on my facebook and twitter are in a sort of um preachy way i just think like all the information you get is i'm not going to call it skewed but it's like i feel like you get more conjecture than you do facts and when people say they know all about like what hillary's done it's like it feels like you don't no uh, yeah absolutely you know what i mean so i'm i'm distrusting of uh of many perspectives and I, I think i fear being authoritative but that said i pay attention and stuff yeah, yeah. but but like you definitely steer more towards because like i don't i read your tweets mm -hmm. and i don't think that I, when you do do political tweets they're still funny and yeah, they, no, and they relate like, to something else that i don't well, know and that's <laughs> like, i think that that's the the struggle for a comic especially in this day and age where like there is like in my mind like you know like trump is a dangerous person but like also like i'm not gonna rant and rave and i'm not gonna push it and also i know that i'm preaching to a choir to a certain extent because it's not like my uh twitter uh feed or my facebook feed is like full of hardcore conservatives no right you know? right but so like i so like but so like the point is to make it funny but it is like <laughs> A time that if you do pull it back a little bit, you're like, it is kind of like important to like at least have a stance in my in my mind. Oh no, certainly, age, and, you know? and you can tell I do, obviously. Yeah, totally, you know? totally. yeah. But it's like I'm, I'm. I guess I'm more interested in like first of all. Oh, uh, what if you were a Trump for gay? I like a gay for Trump. <laughs> I love how it's like those people still get news stories, and it's like there's seriously like two of them. Yeah, the, like yeah. because it's that's it's you know, and one of them's not even a U.S. citizen, right? The one who like really came for Leslie Jones on Twitter, Milo. Like, yeah. Milo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's do you know him? him? Do you like, know him? Do you personally know him? Okay, uh, about a year ago, I think he's he started following me and there was something oh i know what it was after so after it was on jeopardy and my like gay snap went uh -huh. viral or whatever the gop used my snap image on their website and i screamed at them like oh no you won't wait really yeah oh in, in what God. capacity on gop.gov there was, it was the state of the union that night and so they had this little like uh, they were promising that they would respond to it and so they called it the snap of the union because they were going to do it on their snapchat ah. so they used my my gif right it's so gross when the gop does anything did you feel molested gay. like yeah, honestly no, well, it was just a it's like is this funny or no this is crazy yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, re I reacted that way and then i so i responded to them on twitter like you suck you suck you suck all these things that picked up in a way and then that milo guy followed me and then i started noticing oh i'm getting like hate tweets or something because he's following me I, that's when i understood who uh -huh, he was yeah but yeah he's disgusting yeah um he's also just i have to say not smart i no, mean just like if there was anything actually provocative it's like you're just like a bad comic he's yeah. it was it's like he's um smart for an angry conservative which is like the level doesn't have to be that high yeah. he's just, you know? it's I mean, just like trump never apologized and that's right. what keeps just you move afloat. forward move yeah. forward move forward now do you stand up yeah very sporadically i wish i did it more i honestly I would think love it's what to I'm see you do at. stand up yeah yeah are you past that say so, uh, what did you say you were that? past that no 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 oh. I, I i missed that oh. I, yeah you oh, i would love that it was like oh no yeah, no, no. Oh, no that's I'm, for that's for children <laughs> i've moved guys, on to uh, cabarets uh, hi guys <laughs> Um, but you, but you're, you like, you storytell. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, that, that I do pretty often. Yeah. Um, are you happy with, I mean, so what, what is the, what's throwing, throwing shade shaping up like? I mean, like it's, I think it's, what's gonna It's going to be is like, it's going to look a little like the daily show with the two of them as anchors. Uh -huh. And then, but then it'll break off into sketches from their personal life since their show is basically kind of anecdote driven or whatever. And so we're, I, I'll be writing like little sketches for them and political one-liners, et cetera. You like that? Political one-liners? I'm doing the Casey Lie work here. All right. <laughs> 
Well, know, someone's been, got to. I, I, Casey's I not. <laughs> I'm happy that it, that's what. Oh, that's what everyone's calling it. Yeah. That's cool. All political monitors in case Labor code. That sounds like great. Uh, that's great for me. Um, so. I love how we well we we have bounced around a lot here, but um, we did. I wanna... feel like it's a pretty good story. Look, it's been good. No, it's good. But you thought we talked about politics, and then we stopped talking about politics, and we were going to talk about Elizabeth Warren, but now we're not going to talk about Elizabeth Warren. Oh, oh my God, you're so oh, you're so idea about this. Come on, come, whatever. Calm down. Um, I will just announce my one wish for Elizabeth Warren yes. is that I would pay to see her just hit Trump with a broom for ninety seconds. Wouldn't that be nice? Like seriously, just like nailing like them. i'm just excited for women to be taking a well one for them to like have their brooms around right um <laughs> and two just for them to be just taking over in general yeah please i mean we are just giving it to them can we vote for like just all men to sit out one year just like i, I think that we should at least yeah. try it there's, i think that at this point like i think it's it should be on the table there's yeah. like a hot gay congressman from new york or massachusetts that he's Sims? irish no no he's irish i can't remember but he's like a stud and i just want to see like them lift him up with them as the women rise i want him to kind of be there uh-huh. as well and just want to let's just give us all a chance yeah for please. a little while so once women fix it we'll still have men to like beat him back down so we That's can take right. the credit for it all yeah, new I think kind of man will rise well it has to be it's like we had uh, a black man, a woman, and now we need a gay, and he has to be hot, and he needs to be. Kind well, of like the a thing daddy. about it is, you don't Daddy's even know how many gays charge. we've had. Daddy's in charge. <laughs> like you don't know how many gays we've already had. So James it's just Buchanan, like, we've talked. No, about no, it no. Before. I'm not talking about old school shit that no one cares about. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> right. there's a lot of like, uh, you know, closeted people out there. Gandhi was gay. Um, Good night, you know, everybody. On top of your uh, other gigs, you have a gig coming up. I do. Uh, on November seventh, you're going to be uh, guest judging. Learn the words, bitch, I with sure uh, Casey Lie. Hosted by yours truly, Tony Soto. You can follow me on Instagram at the Tony Soto Show. Uh, I, ins- I insisted on. I'm so yeah. No, I just want to say that like I remember seeing you. Uh, like, I remember the first time you came and I was like, oh, my God, that's Liz Fertel. He's here at this uh, show because uh, I think you're very funny and I and I respect you. And I think that like I'm happy for your success. Um, so I was like, oh, I hope that I don't fuck this up. And then when you uh, at an intermission, you hear me like, I don't care what I have to do, <laughs> um, but I want to fucking judge a, judge a show. I was just like. Absolutely. I was like, how about next month? I'm happy that we get to do it. I'm also happy that I, I had you pegged before I actually knew you. Because, Most people do. Well, you're friends with a good friend, a, a mutual friend, Guy Branham, oh, yes, who he's is the best. Queen WeHo. Indeed. In so many, and I just kind of had you as like a WeHo guy who liked to go with Guy and hang out and, oh, some of the time. and be yes. around and all that. But then you're just at Akbar all the time, and I like that about you. Uh-huh. Not that I like Akbar, not that it's better or anything like that. I just like, it's better. It's like it was a change. It was uh, you changed you changed the way that I thought. I can, I can drink your steam beer. I'm very excited to I have you on. I hope that you'll be able to get a word in edgewise because this boy drinks a lot of white wine, and when that happens, good luck. Uh, I plan on um, saying no to the vintage warehouse uh, if that day so I can actually get some sleep and so I can actually use my words and not have it all be like gummy. It's going to be November 7th and it's the day before the election. We're going to have two uh-huh. life-size cutouts of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton for photo ops as well as, you know, props during your numbers if you want to. So come on out to Akbar. It'll be a lot of fun. We have to wrap this up. Yeah. So uh, do you have anything else you want to let people follow you on Twitter? Give oh, all yeah. that shit. That's called... It's at Louis Fertel. It's a very cryptic name. Anyway. 
if you can figure it out, if, you, if you've solved the riddle of my Twitter handle. Thank you so much for coming on. It was great having you Thank on. Thank you for I having me, Tony. Fun. Yes. Uh, so good seeing you guys. Casey yeah. Lai, what do you got going on, Queen? Uh, you can see me every Wednesday at Party in the Back at the New California Barbershop in Echo Park, 8 o'clock. Um, and that's it for now. Yeah. And uh, the Tony Soto Show, every Wednesday, new episode on November 9th. We're going to have Alaska Thunderfuck on talking about her new queendom as All-Star. And uh, 29th of October, come out to Precinct. I am hosting A.B. Soto's doing a nice, fun uh, 30-minute show for everybody. And there is a costume contest. And I'm going to be Morticia Adams. So come out for that. And Houston. Yes. Uh, Till uh, who? Angelica Houston. Oh, yes, but who's do the you know original? Who that is? But yes, I do know Angelica I know, Houston. I know Carolyn Jones. But, okay. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. look, I tried to stump you. I'm like, let me stump this Louis Vuitton. Now I want to talk about transparent Angelica Houston. Um, so next uh, until week. next week, uh, bye. Bye. bye.